0: Hi everyone. My name is Ryan Groff and the next installation of our Leap podcast, uh, we're going to be interviewing Kelly Clifford. She is director of Leap New England. So Kelly, nice to be with you today.
1: Thank you so much, Ryan. It's great to be here as well. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you've got some interesting questions for me.
0: I, I think I do. All right. So first off though, um, where are you from? What part of Australia?
1: Uh, I'm actually from Sydney, so I, I grew up about 40 minutes south of the city in an area called uh, the Sutherland Shire, or the Shire, as some people know it as. Um, we've got some beautiful, beautiful beaches down that way.
0: Okay, so does does the term beach in Sutherland Shire, uh, does that mean something different than your typical New England beach?
1: Yeah. Uh, no, no, not in theory. But uh, New england <laughs> I mean, New England definitely does have some, some really nice beaches. Um, but growing up in Australia, I think I'm a little biased. Um, our beaches are white sandy beaches. Um, and they're just, they're just too beautiful.
0: Okay, that's fair enough. So before we get to Leap, what job did you have just before you joined Leap?
1: Um, so, before I joined LEAP, I was actually working in a law firm uh, as a legal secretary. Um, so, I was there for about uh, four years, uh, mainly working in areas of law such as personal injury, uh, workers' compensation, uh, and dust diseases. Um, we had some very interesting cases um, that I worked on throughout my career.
0: Mm-hmm. So dust diseases, that sounds very serious. Is this product's liability, medical malpractice, personal injury, maybe maybe even a combination?
1: Dust diseases is actually all to do with um, asbestos-related diseases um, and workers who end up uh, sick because of this. Um, it's not the, not the nicest of things, um, but uh, getting justice for it um, definitely made it all worth it.
0: Hmm. Um, that's very interesting. So now stepping into your time at Leap what was what was your first position at Leap and uh, why did you want to take that job?
1: So my first position at Leap um 18 years ago now um was as an installation consultant um but back then it was uh also support and help desk so you would go out on site you would install Leap for the for the new firm train them and how to use it and then come back to the office and answer the support queries on the phone (laughs) Um, so it it was a little bit of a mix. Um, I got into it because I, uh, working in a law firm, you know, looking at systems Mm. that they had and everything like that, I always had an interest in technology and I really just wanted to get into that field. And this was Mm. just the appropriate step, um, actually installing, um, great, great software for for law firms.
0: Mm. Yeah, that does, it does sound like a natural step. Um, can you say more about 18 years ago, Leap? um how how big was the team back then did it feel like a startup did you know um, that you were working for a company that would later become a global player in legal tech
1: oh you're testing me a little bit on my memory here brian (laughs) but uh back then um the team was probably around 30 staff um so when i joined though it didn't feel like a startup actually um everything was running really smoothly um and i felt like i just slotted in nicely to the team um, the founder of the company, Christian Beck, um, was actually a, a big entrepreneur. So he always was looking at new, new ways of doing things and wanting to kind of push the boundaries. And I think that I knew one day our company would make it global.
0: Hmm. Well, you, you were definitely right. So can you give us a quick history of your particular work at Leap prior to joining Leap in the U.S.?
1: Oh, a quick history. Okay. That's a a lot of years to go through there, Ryan. But um, uh, I worked um, for a lot of years as the consultant um, before I was then promoted to consulting manager, where I was able to pass down um, all of my knowledge to uh, new team members um, and then create new processes and procedures to really help streamline implementations. Um, From there, uh, I moved on to set up a new division, um, which was dedicated to servicing our firms of 10 or more users. um, Before I then moved on to run our content team, um, who create all the forms and templates in Leap. Um, I led the Australian content team, uh, and then I I moved to lead lead it globally um, when we started in the UK and the US. So I really worked with the uh, content managers in both the U- UK and the US at the very beginning um, and helped them to obviously build their teams uh, moving forward. Hmm.
0: If, if it's okay with you, I'd like to stay here for a minute or two with two two separate follow-up questions. So you said you set up a division that was dedicated to firms of 10 or more users. Um, uh, yeah, obviously, no doubt, your years of experience innovating alongside those firms made you, made you a great fit for that role. But can you talk about how that need came about? What did Leap, what did Leap notice about those firms in particular? How were their needs different that they needed this this unique kind of service?
1: Absolutely. Um, I guess when you have a firm that has multiple partners um, and teams um, that they work with, they may have teams in different areas of law, um, for example. Um, the implementation of Leap needs to be handled a little bit differently. So. Uh, You need to make sure that all of the staff are comfortable and have an understanding of what's coming. Um, But then also coordinating, you know, the transition, the installation and the training. Um, And that's needed to be done by a project manager on both sides. So you really need to have that star player from their firm that's really going to actually work with our project manager to make sure that, everyone at the firm, you know, is ready to go, um, knows what's happening um, and can start, you know, and have their, what we call a change event um, as smooth as possible.
0: Right, that makes a lot of sense, sort of aligning that that internal uh, internal goals with, with what Leap can offer. Um, so, but the second part though, I'd like to also hear a little bit more about content if that's okay. I think it's safe to say that for Leap, content is one of the many areas where we offer something unique, but it's an enormous task, it seems. So you're creating relevant forms and templates for every individual jurisdiction. How do you do that? What what did that look like from the outset?
1: You're right, uh, Ryan. It's absolutely enormous. Um, You have to take a all of the forms basically. So, let's say, for example, you know, you have uh, a bunch of court forms for, for a specific region. Um, you actually need to take those court, court forms. Some of them are in PDF uh, format. So, we need to then convert them into Word documents. And that's the first step, um, which can be a tedious task to do. Um, we then have to actually go through that Word document and code it with all of the fields um, that match the data entry that goes into LEAP. So it's, it's a huge task to get that done for all those forms. And you've got forms across you know, the different states and then in that state, it's different counties as well. So it's obviously a lot of work.
0: So we're up to the, the point of LEAP US. What, what led you to transition uh, here to LEAP US?
1: absolutely right i mean it is a huge step obviously moving to a new country um, but with the growth of leap us um, it was starting to show that with each state needing different forms and templates that my expertise was needed in the us so i took the big plunge and, and moved to the us um, to set up the team um, they asked me nicely to to move over here um, so I basically built a team so that we will be able to accelerate the design and automation of everything for each state. Uh, after doing this and then finding a great leader uh, to take over for me, I was then promoted to chief operating officer for LeapUS um, to further help the rest of the operations side of the business, which I obviously, as mentioned earlier, have a lot of experience in as well.
0: Yeah, that, and that makes a lot of sense, I guess, from a business planning standpoint, putting people with that kind of experience in those positions of, of responsibility and of leadership. Um, can you talk a little bit more about how you pulled together that initial team um, and maybe also about the differences between between building teams during that initial startup moment or phase and then also running and maintaining them once they're established? Can you, can you talk about that kind of dynamic where you, you build, but then you also have to maintain and that might be a different kind of team or I'm not sure. How would you say?
1: It? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the team needed to be first and foremost coming from a legal background. That's something that we have always done uh, at Leap, is, is find people who, you know, have that legal background that, that they can relate to our clients with. Um, but ultimately they needed to understand how a law firm operated um, to make sure that we were setting things up for the needs of our clients. So building a team during an initial startup, it's key to make sure that you have the right team for the task at hand. So we built a team per state uh, so that their sole focus was on that state and what it needed. uh, And they weren't thinking about anything else. Longer term, the key element is to continuously work with the team closely, listening to their feedback and their needs so, after some feedback, we decided for efficiency to split the team out into specific roles that they played to their strengths. So, we would have researchers, database, and forms designers. Uh, and this made the process much faster. It meant that things were getting done uh, sequentially. So, you would do your research, you would then pass that research on to the database and forms designers to then do everything that they needed to set it up in LEAP. Uh, it just, it was just so much more efficient. Uh, we, we, it's what we like to call leap speed.
0: Right, excellent, I, I like the term. Um, so when thinking about the US jurisdictions you're in, you're sort of in each jurisdiction, building it out as you go, when did U.S. firms first start using Leap? How did Leap prepare to serve those firms? And did, did the U.S. market require anything specific from Leap's existing products and services?
1: So, Ryan, the first firm actually started using Leap in 2016. Um, it was uh, in New Jersey, and that's the state that we actually started in. Hmm. As I've mentioned before, we obviously do things specific to a state. So we actually go state by state, and New Jersey was the first one that we, we began in. Uh, Before we started selling into the U.S. market, the product needed to be designed specifically not just for the U.S. as a whole, but also for the specifics of each state that we're selling into. So LEAP is delivered with all the forms that are specific to a state and also all all the counties within that state. So before we would start selling in a state, we had to prepare the pre-configured fields of data for each area of law in that state and then add in the forms required for the attorneys to use. We have a team whose sole focus is to research this, and they are all from legal backgrounds. The other part is obviously each state has different requirements when it comes to the accounting side of the product as well. So we needed to make sure that we had that right for the US first, and then obviously for each state after that. Back to the forms, having all the automated forms in LEAP is a key differentiator to other products in the market but it is one of the biggest time savers for attorneys and their support staff. You enter your information into LEAP once and all of the commonly used forms and firm templates will auto-populate with this data. Imagine how much time you would save not having to key this data into every single form for every single case.
0: Yes, I I can definitely imagine that. As you know, I was at a firm and used LEAP and, you know, shaving those seconds off of common tasks, it really adds up, you know, over the course of the week, over the course of the month. And definitely when you look at your billable year, um, all that time that you were able to be doing more billable work rather than uh, duplicate time entry. Absolutely. Um, But it also sounds like some of the joys of American federalism uh, at play there with all those different jurisdictions to to, to really create a, a unique kind of practice software for, so that's great. Again, what an, uh, what an enormous task. Um, so from your first day at Leap until now, maybe can you take us through a few of the main product turning points? Where was Leap when you started? Where is it now? How has it uh, how's it changed and morphed?
1: Okay, again, going back a long way there, but uh, when, <laughs> when Leap first started um, in Australia, it was purely just case management and document automation system. Our founder actually designed the product to help his father become more efficient in his practice. Um, This is where uh, it was when I started, um, and that's what I was installing and training on. From there, the need from our clients was to have a legal accounting system, but not just a standalone system, one that integrated with the case management system. So back then, it was two separate products, but the information would flow between them. Um, This was all server-based at the time as well. Then as the need for a cloud product started to increase, Leap recognized this uh, and built their own Leap cloud product, which was released in 2012. So rather than having two products anymore, we combine them into one, uh, one place for everything so that you were not switching between products. Um, as I would say, um, we call that one version of the truth. Um, Leek really does push the boundaries of innovation. Um, It always has, which is why I love working here so much. Every year they invest millions of dollars into research and development. The software just keeps getting better and better with each new version. Uh, We are also in tune with our clients' needs as well. So with every version, it's uh, coming from client feedback or what's going on in the market at the time. Um, There's no better resource than the people who use your software. For example, when COVID hit, we already had a product that would allow you to work from home, but there was also a need for certain tools to be added to make working from anywhere even easier. So we added tools like integrations with Microsoft Teams and Zoom uh, and also FaceTime on our mobile app. Uh, Those are just things that were just needed at the time so that they could keep in touch with their clients. The need for a web present was also something that the firms really needed. And so we built our web portal that integrates with Leap, um, allowing firms' clients to collaborate with them from anywhere at any time.
0: Yeah, and what what a great value that is. If you had to distill your years of valuable experience in legal tech into a few key takeaways, what would they be?
1: I mean, I've had numerous different roles throughout my career at Leap. Uh, And this is all because I wanted to learn about all of the aspects of the business, but also because I wanted to make an impact to the business as a whole. Mm. Leap has helped me to grow and progress in the company, and that is one of the main reasons that I've been with them for so long. In each role, I've just learned so much, uh, changed processes and procedures to make something better, but more importantly, I listened to both my team and to the clients to make sure that everything that I was doing was taking action for them. Everyone at Leap is involved in improving our software. Hmm. No one goes without, you know, their feedback being listened to. Leap never stops innovating. And this is because everyone has the same attitude that something can always become better.
0: Hmm. And what would you say specifically to women entering legal tech or hoping to continue? advancing in legal tech careers, whether it's in 2021 or, or in the future. Any, any tips?
1: Um, absolutely do it. Um, don't be afraid to step up and show that you have the skills and the determination to achieve great things. I'm glad that I made the move and would never turn back. Technology is ever evolving at a rapid pace and it's not looking to slow down. In the legal tech industry, I'm learning something new every day and progressing in my career and I get to work with some brilliant minds to make what some would think is unachievable, achievable. We have so many amazing women working in our company from help desk staff to developers to directors to chief operating officers and they are all where they are today because they are hardworking and have the never give up attitude. So never let the fear of change stop you from making the move to learn something new and progress in your career.
0: Wonderful. And I, I have to admit, most of the people I work with at Leap are women, and they've been, they've been an absolutely instrumental part um, of me succeeding in my job, but also me growing professionally um, and in really making me feel a part of the team here at Leap. So specifically, Kelly, thank you, thank you for your role as being one of those women.
1: Absolutely. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure working with you, Ryan. So uh, thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, Kelly, it was so wonderful to speak to you today. Thank you very much for making time.
1: Not a problem at all, Ryan. Thank you so much.